Welcome to All the Extra Points Podcast, episode 31 with Max and AP. Max, how we doing, buddy? Max. Max. Ma- oh, that's right. Max isn't here. Where is Max? We'll get into that. We're also going to dive a little bit into, well, I guess I am going to dive into it. College Football Week 3 recap. NFL Week 2 recap. We're talking a little bit about the breakout fantasy players for week three. We'll go over where Max and I are on our NFL predictions, who's winning me, and who's going to win this week me, and who the Mount Rushmore of overrated NFL teams are through two weeks. We're going to keep this short and sweet because it is just me talking, and I know that's very exciting for most of you, but we do usually need our producer. So let's start with, where is Max? Well... Max has a job, and apparently it has overwhelmed him lately. So let's say a little prayer. Talk about Max. Please wish him the best, and we can all sit back and hope that Max is back this next week. So, we're going to jump right into it. We're going to talk just about Ohio State, because, well, Max isn't here, and I can do what I want. So, what happened last week with Ohio State? Well, we played Tulsa. Let's just say that game was a little too interesting. We saw C.J. Stroud, who was injured. He didn't look great. We saw a couple drops by some very key receivers. But what did we see on the defense? They couldn't stop Tulsa. Our linebacking core doesn't look great. We really couldn't get a lot of pressure on the ball. But what else did we see? We saw Travion Henderson go crazy. 24 carries, 277 yards, and 3 touchdowns. I think we found our RB1. He looked amazing. He went out. He balled out. 41 to 20 was the final. We're happy with that. We pulled away at the end. It was an ugly win, needless to say. The Buckeyes got their work cut out for them this year, man. They really do. We got Akron next week. We got Rutgers, Maryland, and then it gets tough. Indiana, Penn State, Nebraska. We end the year with Michigan State and Michigan. We'll have to see what happens. We've got to get these Buckeyes rolling. I think we can do it. We've got to be behind our team, but we can do it. Max, what do you think? Oh, that's right. Sorry. I keep forgetting. Oh, I forgot here. Podcast pour of the week. we got a little E.H. Taylor small batch. Can't go wrong. Get a little tasty taste. Oh, that's good. You just can't go wrong. You just can't. So let's dive in. To the NFL Week 2. Obviously, I'm going to talk about my Brownies. I'll mention that other team down south in the armpit of Ohio, even though Max likes to dog on my boys. So our Brownies came out. They played a tough game against the Texans. Tyrod Taylor came out balling out. Looked great. Hurt his hamstring, which stunk. But we got the win, 31-21. Chubb had a great game. Baker looked good. He's consistent which is what we want to see. We did have Jarvis go down, which is a little hint into our fantasy sleepers this week. But overall, very good performance. We were happy with it. Our young defense is shaky, but we're getting there. We got a matchup this week against Chicago where we are going to see Justin Fields in action as a starter for the first time in a long, ever in the NFL. So that'll be very interesting. What else did we see? We saw a lot of injuries. Tua goes down. Ribs. 
we saw, well, this is no surprise, Carson Wentz gets hurt. We saw a lot of quarterbacks go down left and right. So it's going to be a tough week this coming week. Um, as I mentioned, Tyrod goes down, and they play on Thursday this week, so he's definitely not going to be back. But when you look around with the Dolphins and Tua, they got blown out once Tua was out, 35 to nothing. Whew. I think he can have a little leeway and speak freely over there right now about how they looked without him. Okay, so the Bengals played the Bears. Andy Dalton goes down against them, but the Bengals couldn't rally at the end. Burrow couldn't get it done, unfortunately. Three interceptions for the man. 20-17. to 17. Ouch. Bengals are 1-1. One one. They go to Pittsburgh. That's not going to be an easy game to finish with this year. Or this week. So we'll see if they can get it done. You'll see my opinion on that in a little bit. But definitely excited for it. I cannot wait to hear Max's opinion on what's going to happen that week. But yeah. So it's one team that pulled out a game that we were all kind of surprised about was the Raiders beating up on the Steelers. That's two straight good wins for the Raiders sitting at 2-0. and Are they a sleeper or are they fake? That's the big question. The Panthers, another big win, so they're 2-0. and That was one of Max and I's both of our sleepers. Sam Darnold looks really, really good. Threw for over 300 yards and a couple touchdowns. McCaffrey's doing McCaffrey things. So we saw the Saints kind of come back to earth after that win against Green Bay, but they did play a better defense. Speaking of Green Bay, looked a little sloppy in the beginning, but after that, A-Rod came out, dominated. But you know who else dominated? was Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones had three receiving touchdowns and one on the ground. A fantasy player, or fantasy team's nightmare or a dream. And luckily for me, it was a dream. Well, I did play against him as well, but that's okay. I was happy. I needed him in one league, and he came through. The Buccaneers is a team that Max and I said we think could possibly go 17-0, and but they do play L.A. next week. They got a little close with the Falcons there for a second, then pulled away 48-25. to Brady had five touchdowns. We saw Mike Evans come back out after a slow start last week, had a couple touchdowns. Mr. Gronk coming out with a couple as well. Chris Godwin, man, he's going to get a contract at the end of the year. We're excited for that guy. But the fun game of the week, he had a couple. The Cardinals and Vikings was good, too. But the fun game of the week was the Titans and the Seahawks. I know you guys are going to be surprised, but guess who took over? Derrick Henry. 35 carries, 182 yards, and three touchdowns. In the beginning of this game, I mean, it was 24-9. to Seahawks. They were dominating the game. We thought they had it wrapped up. Henry scores. Henry scores. Henry scores, and Bullet kicks a field goal in the overtime. I mean, what a game. It was awesome to see that happen. You know, who knows about Tennessee and who knows about Seattle? Those are two of those teams that sit right on that edge on if they can get it done in their division or not. They both play in tough divisions, too. So that's another game that we're just going to have. Those are two teams we're really going to have to watch going forward. And I know personally I'm excited for the Titans. Um, I've always been a Ryan Tannehill fan. I thought he's consistently gotten better, and Russ does Russ things usually, but they usually start hot and then they slow down. So anxious to see what happens there. Then you also had the big Chiefs and Ravens game Sunday night. That was crazy. Crazy. Lamar going out there making jump passes. They come out and score 12 unanswered. 
in the fourth quarter and win that game 36 to 35. So uh, the question for me, for my listeners, because it's just me now, because Max isn't here, who's going to win the AFC North? You just watched the Browns barely lose to the Chiefs in Kansas City. Then you see the Ravens pull out a really close game against them at home on Sunday Night Football. Who out of those two, I guess you could throw the Steelers in there for now, but who will win the AFC North? No, Max, I'm not throwing the Bengals in there. I'm just not doing it. We're going to have to watch them closely. It's going to be a fun division. It's going to be a fun race. My prediction early on was the Browns. I think the Browns, if they can go 4-2 and two or 5-1 and one in the division, it's going to be an easy sweep. They're going to win that seat. They're going to win that division, no doubt, but they have to beat the Ravens once. They have to. The Ravens cannot continue to be their kryptonite. We need to see them get over that hump. If they can do that, they win the division and they move on. Okay. We're going to jump right in to week three predictions. So we're going to sum up what happened in week two. Max and I were pretty close. I went 10 and 6. Max went 8 and 8. The big game was Green Bay versus Detroit when Max, of course, you guys know this, took Detroit and I took Green Bay, which for the life of me, I don't know why he did that. So let's sit back and relax. And we actually had some close scores here. We weren't too far off until the end. So we're going to run through Max versus Aaron's picks for week three. Game one, we got Panthers and Texans. This isn't a hard game to choose from. You know, the Panthers are looking good. The Texans just lost their starting quarterback. So Max went 30 to 10. Panthers, I went 34 to 10. Browns and Bears. Max got close. He almost took the Bears, but it's 20 to 14 Browns for him. For me, it's 24 to 10, the Browns. Then we go Dolphins Raiders. The Dolphins just lost Tua. Raiders are 2 and 0, looking good. Max goes 27-10 Raiders. I go 37-7 Raiders. Then we got the Washington football team versus the Buffalo Bills. Max goes Buffalo Bills 17-14. I go Buffalo Bills 24-14. No disagreement yet, but it's coming. Ravens-Lions. I don't think this is a question. Max goes 30-24 Ravens. I go 34-17 Ravens. Colts, who lost Carson Wentz, versus the Titans, a big division game. Max goes 27-7 Titans, I go 30-10 Titans, so pretty close there as well. We're coming up on some here. The Chargers versus the Chiefs in Kansas City, Arrowhead Stadium. A big game for that division, too, because the Chargers look good, and my goodness, does Justin Herbert look good. I mean, good Lord, does he look good. Max goes 35-34. to the Chiefs. I go 31 to 20 the Chiefs because they don't come off a loss and lose again. Saints versus Patriots. We all know Max has love for Bill Belichick and Mac Jones. Max goes 20 to 7 New England. I go 24 to 14 Saints. I think the Saints get it together a little bit. I think we're going to see Jameis still make some mistakes, but I think they can get that game done. And honestly, I just don't have confidence Mac Jones can score. That's the biggest factor. Okay, we're coming up here on the Falcons versus the Giants. Max takes the Giants 24-17. to 
I got to go to the Falcons here. I think, you know, the Giants have looked decent, but I think the Falcons get over the hump and get a win here. I really do. So here's where Max comes out, and with his little Bengal prediction versus the Steelers, he goes 20-10 to 10 Cincinnati. Remind you, this game is not in Cincinnati. It's 24-14 pit, Max. It's not going to be close. That score is only 10 points, but I don't think it's going to be close. Arizona versus Jacksonville. I mean, <laughs> if there's ever a lopsided game, we're going to see this is it. Uh, 34-13 for Max for Arizona. I go 37-13, so we're pretty much the same. Uh, the Jets versus Denver. Max takes Denver 27-20. I take Denver, I take Denver 24-10. It moves them to 3-0. and We'll see what we think of them later. Tampa Bay versus L.A. Max and I had the exact same score but different results. 27-24. Max has Tampa Bay. I got L.A. I'm pulling for Stafford. I think they're going to get it done. I think Tampa Bay is going to take their first loss of the year. We're going to go Seattle versus Minnesota. Both coming off of last-minute losses. 24-20, Max has Seattle. I had 28-24 Seattle. So here's a big game. We all know Aaron Rodgers has a kryptonite, and it's San Francisco. Max has San Francisco winning 24-20. I think Green Bay gets over this hump and takes it 24-17. Sorry, I'm not high on San Francisco. I think they're the most overrated team in football. We'll see what happens. Philadelphia versus Dallas for the last game of the week. Max has Dallas winning 41-37. I go 31-20 Dallas. So we had some close games, there's no doubt, but I think it's going to be a fun week, and I hope to extend to my lead of two games on Max, 10-6, 8-8. I'll tally up the ones from the first week too later, but we haven't done that yet. Well, we got to take a podcast for break here all right we're moving forward we're going to talk right about some fantasy sleepers so we saw again as i've said some injuries with those injuries comes fantasy sleepers one of these guys is a starter so it's not a surprise for anyone that's for sure but I got a couple here, so I'm going to start out with my non-injured player. I think he is going to have a very big week against a very bad defense. I think Daniel Jones is going to go a little bit crazy here. I think he could put up some numbers. I think maybe not touchdown-wise, but I think he's going to throw for some yardage. So I could see Daniel Jones easily putting up 350 yards or so, a couple touchdowns, really getting them going in the right direction. And I think we're going to see him happen. If you have him on your bench and you need a quarterback because, you know, two is out – um, well, I don't think anyone's starting Andy Dalton, but if you just need a quarterback, Daniel Jones is probably available. I think he's a safe one to grab. And another one is Cephas for the Lions. He has looked pretty good through two weeks, but he's probably still out there. He's playing a Ravens secondary that's a little beat up, and Marlon Humphrey will be guarding the number one, and Cephas is not the number one. So Jared Goff tends to like to throw the ball around. So I think if you find a guy like that, He's going to have six or seven catches probably and a PPR that's pretty solid with any kind of yardage up in 60, 70 yard range and above. And if he gets a touchdown in there, you're looking at 20 plus points. So he could easily be a solid pick for you. Now, I'm a little biased here on this last one, but you got Jarvis Landry out. OBJ is still uncertain. Rashard Higgins. It's Baker's dude. Baker loves Higgins. I think he's a safe play this week. 
against Chicago. Chicago always has a pretty good defense, but with that offensive line, if they've proven they can protect Baker, if he can get that ball out and find Higgins early, I think you're going to see Higgins putting up some numbers this week. Now, again, as I said once, I am biased. But I would like to see Rashard Higgins put up numbers. All right, we're coming up on our last topic already. Our Mount Rushmore of overrated NFL teams through two weeks. So there's a few out there that are surprising people. That is for sure. So your typical team is out there looking pretty good. You know, you got Kansas City, you got Tampa Bay's looking good. Carolina's actually surprising. Well, not surprising us, but they're still looking pretty good. LA's looking good. Arizona's looking tough. Cleveland's looking pretty good. So who are the overrated teams that we're sitting here and talking about? Well, first and foremost, you know my opinion. My first Mount Rushmore are the 49ers. They're not going to come close to winning that division. They're going to be dead last soon. There's no way they come close. They got L.A., they got Arizona, they got Seattle. Once that division starts playing tough, they will not be able to continue. They're going to have a rough season, and I do not think they make the playoffs. The next one is a pretty obvious one. You got Denver sitting there at 2-0. Eh, no, they can't do it either. Denver's going to fall fast here soon. Another tough division with two, at least, possibly three playoff teams. I think they fall, and I think they fall quickly. I don't think they get over six or seven wins. I think after these next couple weeks, they could even go to 3-0. and But after that, I think they're going to really fall. So, I don't know. I don't, I don't think they're going to be able to pull that out. Now, one team that has actually looked pretty decent through two weeks is the Pittsburgh Steelers. They won week one pretty easily against the Bills, and then they played really close against the Vegas Raiders, but they didn't pull it out. There's no way Big Ben plays the whole season. He gets hurt too much. He's already questionable for next week. Who knows? I think that division alone, I think they fall out of contention, and I don't think they are worth it on this list. I think they're going to fall, and I think they're going to fall hard. So the last team I have on here to complete my Mount Rushmore, and this is very dependent on their conference, I'm sorry, their division, is the Las Vegas Raiders. And I'm leaving this one up for debate. I'm not putting them in there necessarily. I'm going to put that out there to listen to our viewers and hear what you have to say. They've played two tough teams, and they've won both games. Can they get over the hump this year and fight Kansas City and possibly the Chargers? I'm not super high on them yet for that division. Can they fight Kansas City for that division? They've always found a way to win one against Kansas City. So it will not surprise me if they pull something out here. What do we think? What's going to happen with the Las Vegas Raiders going forward? They got a, they got a game this week. Now, it's against the Dolphins, so Dolphins are hurt. So I think the Raiders easily get to 3-0. and But let's just say Chargers-Chiefs. What if the Chiefs lose that game? What if the Chargers go to 2-1 and and the Chiefs go to 1-2? and and you got the Raiders sitting up there 3 and 0. What happens then? Let's just take a look at the Raiders schedule as I'm talking here. The Raiders go Dolphins, they go Chargers, 
Didn't they go Bears, Broncos, Eagles, Giants? I mean, you look at that right there, that stretch right there. They could easily end up well above 500, maybe even 5, 6, and 1. And then after that, they play the Chiefs, and then they play the Bengals. I mean, this team could easily rally, and they could put together some good games. They have a tough end of the schedule because they play, they go Chiefs, Bengals, but then they go Raider, I'm sorry, Cowboys, Washington, who who knows right now with, with Ryan Fitzmagic out. Then they go Chiefs, Browns, Broncos again, Colts, and Chargers to finish the year. I think we could possibly see them be a playoff team. I'm not putting them in my my, my rush more. I want to see what everyone else thinks. Because they're one of those teams that no one really tends to know about. Let me know your opinion. I want this to be on the call for next week. What's going on with Derek Carr, who people say is my doppelganger, which, I mean, whatever. I think, if anything, he is my doppelganger. I am not his, because I'm clearly more famous than him because of this podcast. But... Anyways, that's all I got. Max, you got anything? Max. That's right. I keep forgetting he's not here. Maybe it's because I ran the show this week. Anyways. Maybe, maybe we'll let Max back next week. We'll let the viewers decide. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure we're going to have our highest audience rate this week. But, guys, everyone, thank you. Guys, girls, thanks for listening. Make sure you like, subscribe, subscribe follow, and share. Get this out there. We're having a lot of fun with this. This is a little tough one for me to do, but I wanted to put something out there for you guys because we've actually had a lot of active listeners lately, so we really appreciate it. And we're going to have some fun going forward. We're going to have Max back next week for sure. Well, hopefully, you know, his job's not going to, you know, be the death of him. But, you know, and no, I haven't got a sale yet. I know Max likes to bring that up, but ask me after Friday. I'm feeling pretty confident. But everyone, again, thank you for listening. We'll talk to you all next week. As Max would say, peace.